DJ and PK, Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, is joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Brian, good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? We are doing well. The football season is approaching. And I'm curious, every year you get fired up for the opener. You've had all the two-a-days, all the long practices. You're always going against your teammates. You want a real game with fans cheering. Can it be any bigger if it's a rivalry game? Would you get any more worked up? Or are guys already completely amped because it's the opener? How to prepare because you're it's like this is the big one right right out the gate with week one i mean i i like it i'm excited i'd rather play last game of the season in november but you know hey let's just figure out where we're gonna be week one and then go from there it's gonna be fun so how's your putting brian i saw you over the summer with your young family at river oaks practicing on the putting green you dropping them I, I dropped the I dropped the on the last hole I dropped a long putt to win it for my team yesterday and it was pretty good so practice, practice pays off. Remember I, that little kid. I also saw you at the Sandy Days Draper Parade. Did you enjoy that? <laughs> that was duty call. Uh, my father-in-law is running for for city council out there in Draper, and so uh, we went through the parade, and yeah, that was that was definitely duty called. <laughs> was to do for family. It was for me, too. My 14-year-old was in the band, so I had to sit out there and sweat also, so you weren't alone in that It was way. hot. It was <laughs> hot, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> so, but, but back to football. The one thing I discovered years ago when I was working for the Tribune and covering BYU when they were going through the Croton years is that the alumni, man, they just were coming out of the woodworks and how furious they were about the state of the program. And the, the program's in a much better spot now, so I don't expect the same type of angst. But from an alumni perspective, how much does this streak get under your skin? Oh, it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's, it's everything. Um, you know, for, for a lot of years, I heard fans make comments to the effect of, well, all I care is if we beat Utah. I don't care about anything else. And it drove me nuts. And as crazy as it is that I never thought I would get to that point, I've gotten to that point. I don't, I don't care about anything else. Like, it just that, that's all I care about for this season. I don't care any other game on the schedule. This game, week one, is the one that I care about. I'm so sick of losing to those guys for so many years. It's all, it's all I care about. You know, there's a part of me that says it's not a fair fight anymore. I know what it was in the 90s. I know what it was in the 2000s. There were awesome games. It was really back and forth. It was great. But the, the Pac-12, the way the Power Fives get the money and the exposure and the branding, it's not a fair fight. Do you buy that at all? Um, so uh, so you, what you just said has, has credence. Like Utah has distanced themselves in, themselves in so many in so many areas um, and by so many metrics. And that, that, that's not disputable. Um, they have. And obviously they, you know, they have an eight-game winning streak against us. And it, 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 it's easy to think, well, I saw someone on Twitter. I was on Twitter last night. Someone made the comment of it's never going to be close again, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's, just, it's kind of comical because it's like, well, how soon people forget, you know, BYU had 20 years 
not, you know, not 10, 20 years where it wasn't a contest. And, you know, in the middle of that run, it, it would have been easy for to, to think, oh, well, Utah's never going to be competitive. You know, anyway, my, my point is college football, the landscape, the scenery, things change so quickly. And, you know, 15 years ago, TCU and, and BYU, they weren't anywhere close to where they are and where they're positioned right now this minute. Things can happen. Things can happen. Things can change. And who, who knows what the future holds. Um, I love the rivalry, and I hope that – I want it to stay. I want it to be competitive. And, and you know, hopefully – Well, we lost him right there. Follow-up to that, PK. I'm of two minds here because I really do think the Power Five has pulled away. They, they've been getting all the money and all the best TV slots for 10 years and the branding, and it, and it really has given an advantage. But I do look at BYU, and I see a team that in the independent era is is 0-7 against the Utes because the, the first game in the streak was still a Mountain West game. They're 0-7 in the independent era against the Utes. They're 5-6 and six against the other Power Fives, so there is a way to beat Power Fives. And I guess some of the Power Fives are, you know, it was a 3-9 and nine Arizona team that wasn't a good team. Um, but the Wisconsin team last year was 7-5, and five, so how come they can't beat a 7-5 and five Utah team? I guess that's the thing that I, I struggle with here. It's like, how good a shot do they really have in this? Brian Keel back with us now. Brian, when you... I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you finish, no your sta- you finish your statement, oh, Brian. I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, the, the other thing, too, is, is if you look, I, I saw a graphic on, on Twitter last night at all the scores in the rivalry since 2010. Outside of the blowout in 2011, every game is within a score, which, which you know, if you, if you know football, that's, that means it's one play. Every game is within one play. Um, so even though Utah has won eight in a row, it, you know, you got to look at the games. You got to look at how the games unfolded. And, um, you know, we play with an, uh, an oblong football. It's not round, it's oblong. It bounces weird. And as chance would have it, the ball has been bouncing Utah's way. I'm not taking, you know, I'm not taking anything away from them. They've won those games, but the ball, the ball's bounced their way. You know, you, you look at a field goal, a field goal hits the uprights. You know, it, it, it go, it's a foot to the right, it's in, a foot to the left, it, it's a total miss. It, the point is, is, it has been competitive, even though even though that they've won eight in a row, it has been competitive. How much can BYU use this streak emotionally to its advantage, or is that overblown? Yeah, I think it's kind of an individual by you know case by case scenario. I, I can only speak for myself. If if I was on the team, I, I mean, there's different phrases, a chip on your shoulder, what however you want to call it. I, I'd be pissed off if I was on that team. And, and you look, there's, there's a lot of good players that have gone through our program over the last several years without a win against Utah. That kind of, that kind of thing right there, that, I would, I would just, that rubs me the wrong way. That would piss me off. And, you know, I would spend my whole offseason motivated and, and working to, to this eventuality to get a W against those guys. Brian Keel joining us here, former BYU linebacker. So we've been discussing if BYU gets the win and pulls the upset, they're four-and-a-half-point underdogs. It's a mild upset, but it's an upset. If they pull the upset, why do they do it? And I threw out there, well, Utah's got a lot of changes along the O-line. 
the BYU front seven whips up on the O-line and uh, makes those couple of big plays you're talking about that, that can flip a close game. Do you buy that, or do you see another place where BYU would have an advantage and could, uh, could pull the upset? Yeah, I think <clears> – <throat> so the thing, the thing that Utah that, – that they've always had the edge against BYU is, is two things, in my opinion. It's turnovers. They have, they have always – against us, they've won the turnover battle and capitalized. So it's not just – that's the thing. Getting a turnover is one thing, but you have to capitalize – off of those turnovers. So, you know, if you take that game up at Rice-Eccles a few years ago that we lost on the last play of the game, I think the score is 20 to 19. And I don't remember the exact number, but BYU had something like, what was it, six turnovers in that game? I don't remember what the exact number was, but they, they didn't do anything with them. They didn't score any points off those turnovers. So Utah has, over the decade, has done a great job of getting turnovers and capitalizing off of them. So that's the key. BYU's got to flip that, get more turnovers, and actually use them, score off of them. And then special teams um, has been an advantage. That's been a win for Utah, a consistent win, hunting and, you know, the place kicker. So I think those are two areas that we have to not get dominated. They've dominated us in those areas. In order for us to win, that's got to be competitive or a win for us. What do you think of this quarterback, Zach Wilson, for BYU? I think that he's a star in the making. How do you think it? 100%. I've never, I've never personally watched freshmen come in with the poise that he's had. It, it, you know, locally, around here, you know, obviously you look at Clemson, you look at the kid they have. You know, there's other big schools that have had kids come in and do it. But here, here, here in the West, here locally, I've never seen a kid with that much – that much ability and poise as a true freshman. And people don't – I mean, look at, look at John Beck, who I played with, second round, almost a first round, but early second round draft pick. Fantastic talent, fantastic arm, highly recruit. And look at how he struggled when, when he got thrown into action as a freshman. And, and you could go on and on, you know, the, BYU, the great BYU quarterbacks. That it, the point is, you come in as a freshman, it's hard. It's hard at any position, but especially quarterback. And what he did last year was just phenomenal. I 100% agree with you. I think he's a star in the making. And I think for us to, to have success, we get back to the BYU of old. We got the kid who can do it and just put the ball in his hands and let, it, let him go do it. Brian Keel joining us here, former Cougar linebacker. So Tyson uh, Williams comes in from South Carolina. Uh, what have you heard? What does the X Player Network say? How good is he? How much should be people be hyped, and how much should they be careful of buying the hype? So I, I like I like what I've heard. I haven't been to a practice, so I haven't seen him personally. But I, uh, I I met him actually the day the day he got here. I was at a little function and I met him. Big kid, nice kid, um, you know, impressive looking. And I've heard that he's fast, which is which is helpful. And um, so, yeah, that would, that would be great. To, for us, you know, what really helped us a couple of years ago is when we had Jamal Williams having a consistent running back. That would be fantastic for us. You've been in a lot of situations in the NFL and in college where you played a team that might be considered a little bit better than you. How much does preparation go into it to be able to overcome a team that's a little bit better than you? Yeah, so when they have the advantage, especially if they have the advantage, you know, talent-wise, which Utah does, 
um, and you know, athleticism, athletic, really, talent and athleticism are separate. I think, um, I think, talent-wise, it's it's closer than it is athleticism-wise. I think Utah has a bigger advantage athleticism-wise than they do talent-wise. But when when the other team is more athletic than you, you have to execute at a higher level than they do to succeed and to compete. And you know, you don't have the same margin for error that they do because they have makeup speed, they have makeup athleticism. And so in preparation, you know, we have to dot all our I's and, and cross all our T's. We, we have to be on our game. We have to execute all our blitzes, all our coverages, all our pass protections. We have to do it at a higher level than they do because they're more athletic. Do you think Zach Moss is going to have a huge game in this one or does he not worry you as much? Um, he, he doesn't, he, he's a great back. Um, it, it, he doesn't worry me as much, be, uh, not anything to do with him, but because of our defense, the strength of our defense is, is our front. And, and that's kind of historically been that way. Um, the thing that has historically kind of given you pause or made you a little nervous about our defense is the back end. And, um, we've come a long way in recent years with the talent and the, and the athleticism. Um, both of those things that we've had in our back end on our defense. Um, but yeah, that's, I've, in terms of our defense, I'm always going to be more concerned about getting beat over the top than, than having someone stuff it down our throats. This is more of a philosophical question that I wanted to ask, ask you. You look at Utah, and they are in a good spot, and they're being picked to win the South, and they're getting all sorts of preseason praise. Do you think that, in a way, having Utah do well would actually help BYU in that the, the two schools are always going to be compared to each other? So if Utah does well, that, in a way, forces BYU to step up to the plate, make sure all the stuff that they can control, coaches' salaries, facilities, spending more money on recruiting, that it forces them to be better because Utah is now setting the standard. Do you buy that logic? Yeah, I think there is by association. And if you look back, the fact that Utah and TCU jumped ship and, and abandoned the conference, uh, that kind of forced BYU's hand. And, and that's when BYU were independent. And th- that's a debate, like whether or not independence is right for BYU is a debate. And I think it is, it's a valid debate. You can make arguments on either side. Um, I am on the opinion that they made the right choice and that independence right now at this minute is a better alternative for BYU than the Mountain West Conference. Obviously, I think a P5 is a better alternative than independence. Um, but yeah, you look at that, that kind of forced their hand. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're a hundred year rivalry. They're tied at the hip. They're always well, we're losing you there at the end a little bit, uh, Brian. Uh, we'll let you go. Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, and he'll be with us uh, all season long, part of Football Fridays.